Welcome to the Weave Your Bliss podcast. I'm your host, Paula Crossfield, a Vedic astrologer and business coach helping you to live in your purpose. And that is what this podcast is all about. So let's jump right in to the conversation. Hello and welcome to the podcast. Today, I want to talk about avoiding burnout in your business, share a little bit about my health journey and why your health should be a priority for your business. Before we jump in, I want to make sure you know that you can sign up for a personalized money karma analysis with me. This is available for a limited time and could even be sold out by the time that this goes live. This is an offering that looks in depth at your potential around earning, saving, and overall success and gives you remedies for the blocks that I see. You will also have the chance to ask a few questions ahead of time about money or business success so that I can make sure to address your specific needs. This is a limited offer because you also get free access to my course called Cosmic Cashflow, which will be out next month and helps you with practical tools for managing your money plus support working on limiting beliefs that are keeping you stuck at your current level of earning. This is the first time I'll be offering these tools outside my higher price programs and getting your analysis now will save you 500 bucks. Link in the show notes to learn more available until they are sold out. And if they are already sold out, Cosmic Cashflow will be out next month and there may be other opportunities to get an analysis with me. It has been an intense couple of months for my health. And as you are hearing this, I am currently mostly offline getting Ayurvedic treatments in India. And it's exactly 10 years after my first trip to India and getting Ayurvedic treatments when I met Dr. Robert Svoboda, Krishna Das, and Scott Blossom, which I talked about on episode three of the podcast. It was an incredible experience. And it just so happens I'm going on the 10th anniversary. So two weeks ago on the podcast, I talked about Saturn moving into Aquarius, which officially happened on the 17th. However, Saturn dipped his toe in the water on April 28th for two months or so. And some would argue this kicked off the Sati Sati for those of us with moons in Pisces. Sati Sati means seven and a half. And it is the name of an affliction that lasts around seven and a half years. And so this affliction is when Saturn is moving over your moon by transit. Just as an aside, it may relate to why they say you have seven years of bad luck if you break a mirror. Maybe the mirror is an omen. Anyway, basically, this is a time when the shadow of Saturn, which is all about constriction, fear, and doubt, is cast over your moon, which is all about vitality, emotions, imagination. So this is a period when you are asked to focus more on your health, to rest more to strengthen your boundaries and say no more, and to work productively with your emotions. What can also happen is that health issues can be brought to the surface or clues can show up to cause you to take the invitation to turn to this focus. So this is what's been happening for me. So even though I don't have any big diagnoses, I have a few things that if not dealt with could become big diagnoses. I also have family members who are struggling with their health and have big diagnoses right now. And that is a reminder that I want to prevent that outcome if possible. So 
For me, I've been under a Rahu or North Node influence over the past several months. And that just ended, thank goodness. But what it looks like is this constant need to overwork. So even if you try, you have things constantly coming in in your direction and it can be really destabilizing. And there's also this real need to focus on what you're focusing on. And there is an attempt to stay really grounded and present. And this particularly impacts me because Rahu is in my 12th house. So I've had my sleep patterns disturbed and I've had difficulty sleeping. So I've tried my best to work with it. And I have talked about this elsewhere, but I want to underline this because it's so helpful when we are under the influence of Rahu to be reminded to double down on your rhythms and your practices use your energy for your most important tasks, which for me in my business, my clients, and then eliminate anything that is not serving you. Like for me, that's been coffee. So I eat foods that digest really well. I oil my skin daily. These are the kinds of things that you can do to to deal with a nodal influence. And it's required me to utilize all the tools in my tool belt to make sure I'm able to digest this energy as much as possible. And I think all of that helped immensely. And yet, I can still see the need for a deeper level of rest and purification. So I decided to book three weeks of Panchakarma treatments and commit to being offline during this period. I believe that our birthright is to be able to rest and that our businesses can reflect this and still make us money. If we have systems and even people in place to support us, we can take big breaks and not break the bank. If we are profitable, we can save up for these times so that we can take a step back without fear. If we aren't healthy, our offers don't matter. If we aren't healthy, our delivery for our clients will be impacted. And if we aren't healthy, there really is no business, right? So this is why I always start from centering our health and well-being and what that looks like. Concretely, what that looks like is creating offerings that we enjoy delivering with the people that we are meant to help. So a lot of times we like to create offerings for who's showing up and what they're asking of us, especially spirit-led entrepreneurs. We want to just go with the flow and do what people are asking of us, right? It feels like we're fulfilling some kind of karma in that way. Maybe. I know that I've felt that way in the past. But we actually are the leaders and we have to tune into our intuition and we have to step into our leadership and really curate and cultivate the kinds of offerings that we put out there in a way that's going to be best for our energy, that's going to be best for those receiving it. So it takes a lot of thought. And so creating offerings we enjoy delivering with people we are meant to help is a powerful way to protect our health, but also to deliver really effective content. So that is just something to think about. What this also looks like is creating a business with space for our health and humanity. So for me, that looks like taking Fridays off, It means quitting work at four, which doesn't always happen, especially under the influence of Rahu. But now that I am out of this influence, I'm anticipating when I get home, really focusing on this again, because when I get done at four, I'm able to be with my family, go for a walk, enjoy the rest of my day. And that's all really important to me. And that allows me to feel 
as healthy as possible, as connected as possible. And it makes delivery for my clients that much more powerful. What this also looks like is creating rhythms and systems to hold you while you rest. So that means employing flows like having people come onto your newsletter list and then having a nurture sequence that's in place for them so that they are really well received. You're connecting with them, but it's happening behind the scenes. It doesn't require you to hit send. Rhythms like I post every new and full moon. That's a rhythm in my business that's been established and it has a momentum behind it. So you can establish these kinds of things. You can also hire someone to help you fill in the gaps of your business and create that space so that you can have more time, have more rest. So things will go out of balance. It's inevitable. It happens to all of us. So we don't need to add shame or feel bad when that happens. My question is, how can we be as intentional as possible about how we set things up from the get-go or how we even weave it in intentionally later as we go so that we can reduce the overall stress and create more ease in how we do our business? I've said this before, but one of my favorite questions is how can I make this even easier? So that goes for the kinds of things that I'm creating for my clients. I want it to be easier for them to receive and easier for me to deliver. And that doesn't mean that it's less impactful. So how can this be even easier? Like if I have a bunch of things to do, maybe there's something I need to delegate, right? It really helps me to start to think about how to bring in that ease and space. And if I hold that as an intention at the center of my business, that my health is the most important thing, then everything is created around that intention. Do you see what I'm saying? So my challenge to you right now is to look at your calendar and see if there is a three-hour block that you can schedule in for your rest and rejuvenation every week. And that's just a start. If you are already on this journey, then maybe it's a whole day. And I want you to follow through. This is the most important thing. When you schedule something in, you will be tested. There will be people who call you and try to book things during that time or things that may need to happen. And you can be the judge of whether those things actually need to happen or not. But I encourage you to really make the state with you with yourself and follow through and use that time to put up your feet, get body work, take a bath, rest, go for a walk, be in nature. Your business will thank you. (laughs) So I look forward to hearing from you. If you want to share any insights you got from this podcast, you can feel free to send me a message. And I look forward to connecting with you next week. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Weave Your Bliss podcast. We hope it was inspiring for you. Please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and leave a comment for us. I want to thank the team at Team Podcast who helped get this podcast out to you. And also to thank the musicians who were the creators of this beautiful music we're listening to now. It comes from an album, Fragments of a Season, by Alexis Georgopoulos and Jeffrey Cantuladesma. So check it out wherever you get your music. Have a wonderful day, and we will connect soon on a future episode. Thank you.